make that your goal because almost always um, you're going to find that you, you, you can make all of the agreements, arrangements that you want. At the end of the day, it's going to change day to day. People getting divorced. Tearing their families apart. Coasting through marriage. Or fighting their way through it. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. We came back from the depths of hell to save our abusive, our toxic marriage. We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. All right, last episode we talked about blue and pink jobs, but we had an interesting question from uh, one of our followers. And it was simple. It was, you know, if my husband works and he comes home and mows the lawn, you know, uh, outside work, is he still responsible for other household duties, managing the kids, dishes, whatever? I like to talk about this because this is, I think many men need to have a different perspective here. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so the first thing that I always like to do with, with my men when they go into my program is they haven't even actually gone to my program. I've given this as free training and I want them to understand when you start talking about I provide, I protect, I'm a great dad, I'm a great guy. These are all baseline normal things, okay? Then I lead them down a path of understanding that if you do all those things, you still have to do that single or else you're not really a baseline normal man. What do you mean? You're, you're not married, so you're not going to work, right? What do you mean? You're, you're going to not clean your house because you're not married, right? Oh, you're not going to take care of your kids because you're not married, right? Like at the end of the day, you still have to do all these things. So, you know, before I go on too, for, too far, the women in your program, you say is a pretty high ratio where men just don't feel, they feel kind of entitled. Like, well, this is the roles we came up with, the blue and pink jobs. You do the lawn, you wash the cars, you know? And, but I still need all this other stuff. Oh, I did that the wrong way around. <laughs> you, you do the dishes, you take care of the kids, all that, you know? That's what we decided. I'm paying the bills. Do you get a lot of women like that? Yes and no. So okay. yes, because the wives in my program will say that the men, they come home at the end of the day and they don't want to do anything. Maybe they will do the quote unquote blue jobs like mowing the lawn, vehicle maintenance, or maybe they won't. But where I would disagree with you is that what you said was men say, well, this is what we decided. This is your role. This is mine. No, the women in my program who are having issues with this division of roles, they never actually had a conversation. It was assumed, assumed. roles. Right. So rather than talk about how difficult it is, and this goes back to the last episode about gratitude, women, I will tell them if their husband comes home at the end of the day and they just want to walk away from their kids and say, you do it, please remember that your husband also, while he wasn't working with the children, might have had a really hard day and he feels the same as you. He wants to come home and some men like to crack a beer at the end of the day. Some men like to go and hide in the bathroom for an hour, apparently. And <laughs> when, when you don't poop at work and it takes you an hour to poop, I don't know. Um, whatever it is, they come home and they don't want to do anything. And the wife gets really upset. Now, the husband also gets upset because the wife says, no, you take the kids. Well, nobody, how did, first of all, how do you think the kids feel when everyone's like, you take the kids? No, you take the kids. This Good is really point. disruptive mm -hmm. because the kids hear and see this, but the wives are not, I have to remind the wives, listen, your husband, yes, it's tough with the kids. I have kids. It's a hurricane in my house all the time. We have a nanny. She's downstairs <laughs> with Riddick right now. And the kids are up, the girls are at preschool, but I get it. It's really difficult. But what about what happened to your husband today? You know, we, we work together some of the time, so I know what's happening to him and he knows what's happening to me. But if you're the typical 
couple that we talked to where the wife is upset because the man comes home and won't, won't take care of the kids. Did you even, did you assume that he just had a great day? Did you, are you entitled to his paycheck? He's going, he might have stress about money. He might have stress about his boss. He might have stress about his employees. He doesn't, he doesn't know say that you're having stress about the, your two-year-old dumping milk on the floor because he thinks it's, maybe he thinks it's nothing, but why does he think it's nothing? Because you haven't had a heartfelt conversation about what your lives are even like because you're disconnected. So mm. there's no, there's no division of roles that's actually been talked about. And there's no understanding of how that other person might've been feeling. So I remind my wives every day, please remember that you do like that your husband brings home a six-figure salary. You do appreciate that your husband will make the appointment to go get the tires changed because most of my wives in my program, some of them are badass. They can do anything, but yeah. most of them are like me. They, they don't want to change their tires or they- I'll tell you though, a lot of the men that come into my program find a way to get into the program. Their wives, sometimes the ones that pay for the program for them. And those wives, when they go through my program, they're the, the men, sorry, the men are going through the program, but they realize that their wives, they're still doing all that other stuff. So the funny thing about this dynamic is even though there's an expectation one side for men, when the women are providing, or even sometimes maybe it's they're not making as much money, but they do work a full-time job. Yes, I have right? a lot of those women as well. And then still, she's now ex expected to do all these other Make things. Make all of the dinners, do all of the after-school activities. Marketplace pickups, organize what everybody's wearing for, for clothes in the morning. Family like, photos, everything that's that's sort of... The, the Christmas cool. shopping, the wrapping. like Yeah, anything that's quote-unquote pink. And you need to understand, when we say blue and pink jobs, we, we mean more traditional. We don't mean that you actually have to fall into those categories. No, of course. We just, that's yeah. how we're categories, categorizing it. Blue for boys pink for girls. Are we even allowed to say that in this day and age? Anyway, don't, we're going to say, I, we're gonna say it. Yeah. yeah. So this is what I want everybody to really think about here because it's so simple. It's just partnership and really tie back to that gratitude. If you, let's use that milk example, right? Actually, I'm going to use a dirty one. You actually don't mind changing bums. You've actually liked changing bums, being a mama and doing it, right? But there are days when she's like, if I see another diaper, <laughs> Right? I I'm like dibs out. I can't do any more poop. Exactly. You have to think about this like a partnership, right? So I could actually have the worst day on the planet. I could have been up at five in the morning and then worked until whatever time, several days in a row. And then, you know, exhausted, terrible day. And you're like, I just need you to take the kids. Mm -hmm. Right. Or I need to peace out now that you're here. Right. And we're at a stage where there's always gratitude, where it never feels like nagging, never feels like, well, and we certainly don't complain. There's gratitude, mm -hmm. right? And so even if it comes across aggressive, right? Which sometimes it does. If I'm at the end of my rope with the kids, I'm like, you take them, I got to go. And, yeah. and I don't actually go anywhere. I might just go sit for five or 10 minutes and yeah, check totally. my phone in silence. Yeah. In peace. It, sometimes <laughs> you don't, you don't, you just sit right there on the couch while the chaos is still going on, but you can tune it breathe. Out. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, tune yeah. it out. I say, please go ask Dua. So what I want to encourage you, all of those of you who are wondering what the best way to make this work is, it's simply going back to, I'm an adult. Man or woman, I'm an adult. Two, I'm a partner. If you could start to look, I'm gonna put this reel out here pretty quick, I think, but um, like I thought about this yesterday while I was driving and I recorded it, and it's like, you spend all this time before you get married, trying to find the perfect partner. Then when things start to go south in your marriage, you spend all this time, time trying to fix your partner and make them the perfect partner. 
the moment we decided to both become the perfect partner ourselves, which was different times, okay? Now we're a partnership. So I think that if we can all do that more, I'm an adult, I'm a partner, mm -hmm. let's move forward. And can I add to that? Yes, please. So we did a coaching call with a group of men the other day. And I very much believe, so he used the word perfect. And people will say, no, you can't be perfect. Nothing's perfect. Sh shut up. If you're not trying to be perfect, you're never going to be your best. Yeah, if you tell and, yourself it's not possible, it's yeah. like narcissists can't change. Yeah, and we all right? know that nobody can be perfect. But shouldn't you be striving for 100% all the time? Because mm -hmm. if you only strive for 50%, you're only going to hit 30. So if you at least strive for 100, and that means try to be the best version of yourself. Continue to grow. You're looking for the best partner. In order to have the best partner, you need to be the best partner. You need to influence your partner. Mm -hmm. If you're showing gratitude, your partner, that doesn't go unnoticed. You know, your partner will start to realize, wow. The killing of kindness thing. Yeah, and it yeah. might take time. Your partner might not notice after 24 hours that you start thanking it. Or your partner might think it's weird. If you start, thank you so much for going to work today, honey. Your partner might be like, oh, what can we is talk about she that? saying to me right now? Let's talk about that. Because there's a big difference between showing grat gratitude and just trying to flatter someone. See, that's not real. I think you said gratty. I'm like, gratty? Yeah, gratty? show gratty. Yeah, show gratty. And flattery and gratitude yeah. are two different things. Totally different things. Point. So like if, thanks baby. So if you um, think about being authentic, being real, that should be part of your best version, mm -hmm. right? I don't think enough people spend enough time talking about authenticity. Uh, I do, I think it's that important. So just trying to be grateful. Yes, I'm sure you, you would tell your women the same I would tell men. Sometimes that can be a challenge. I have a man right now being screamed at by his wife all the time. It's not easy to find something to be grateful for. But there's still things that she's doing that he can pull out. And he's not just making up shit like you look so pretty today. You know, that's flattery. That's crap. Okay. Well, and the flattery is good as long as it's real and it's authentic. Yeah. But gratitude and flattery, they can be two sides of the same coin. They can, but you but... do wanna make sure that you're showing gratitude because gratitude is more about someone's character, about someone's behaviors, about mm -hmm. someone's actions. And flattery, it can be about you know all of those things, but oftentimes it's a little bit more surface level. Would you agree? That's what I'm getting. That's why I say it's crap. Like we have lots of surface level, but that's turned into our our like jokes, our yeah, flirts, our banter. our banter, right? Gratty and flatty. Gratty and flatty. So uh, I think that if you are struggling, you're going to struggle hard with that. It's super difficult to find something to be grateful for, to be um, actually complimenting and meaning it and actually showing up as a partner, especially if you're the one who starts to make changes. I know that this happens to men in my program. They make all these changes. They start showing up as an adult. Then they, they're learning to not have to expect gratitude right? Just showing up, but then they're quite taken care of. They're no longer, their wife's no longer the wife or the mom, but they're now the dad and the butler and there's no gratitude. So they really start to feel like it's the roles are reverse, right? I think it's important for you to understand you're the one trying to make a change right now. So you inspire, you lead, you go for being the best partner. That's right. And what he just described there with um, in case anybody didn't catch it, his brain goes really fast. So the wife, she translates for me. The so. wife might feel like, um, the, her husband's mom, mm -hmm. you know, and she might feel like she's the kid's mom and doing all of the jobs for the dad. And so, you know, you have this one extreme, but when the husband starts to show gratitude for those things, then it goes in the other direction. And now the husband is feeling the exact same way that the wife felt, which is the butler. 
Mm. And now he's doing all of it. And so it went from him <laughs> the entitlement being complacent. Switches. It, it switches. Mm -hmm. And it takes time for it to level back out again. It's that whole pendulum analogy, which is why I just did this, because it, it eventually will come back around and settle. But in those first moments, when you start to show gratitude, you're, whether it's you, you as a woman or you as a man, the, the person on the receiving end might take a little bit of a breather and start to appreciate it. And then they become complacent. But it will go full circle if you can stand the test of time. Stay strong Patience. in your new actions. Yeah. Be patient because your wife was doing all these things. Now you're doing all of them. You're showing gratitude. It's confusing for her or vice versa if you're the wife and you're, you know, so just 100%. stick with it because the, you will go from one extreme to the other, but it yeah. will settle in. You've got to really think about the, the context of this episode really ties in with last episode. Okay. You want to make sure that you're showing up as the best partner that you can be. That will sometimes create like a, Oh my gosh, sigh. And then like now the pendulum's swinging the wrong way here. But you continue to show the gratitude. So go listen to last week's episode and you continue to show up. Do not be complacent. You've got to also be establishing trust, which, which is all part of safety and security. And there's all kinds of other things that this will feed into. But for now, let's leave them with that. Well, and just remember oh. that the when you are asking us what's appropriate for roles you're asking the wrong person we will give you our insight but you have to have a conversation with your spouse oh yeah and great it has point. to come yeah. from a position of understanding so you can have doesn't it does not matter what the division of roles is in your home it does not matter you just have to agree on it so that no one has unmet expectations and that comes from no one having assumptions and not having assumptions comes from having a heartfelt deep understanding of what each person needs in conversation. Yeah. And I think, sorry, that makes me go one more step here that if you guys can think about truly, truly what you want moving forward, make that your goal because almost always, um, you're going to find that you, you, you can make all of the agreements, arrangements that you want at the end of the day, it's going to change day to day. It could. It, you know, it's going to change. The traffic is late. The nanny's sick. I uh, have to work late. Your like, kids are crazy. Kids are crazy. Like, and, and, and forget all the other things, like the intimacy is not there and all that sort of stuff. It's going to change day to day. So just because you make an agreement, that doesn't mean that that's ironclad. You have to also, I think, agree to, to, you know, sure, follow the way we do it in our home. Okay. Or make the ones that you want to do in your own home. You have to always understand that you're going to have to potentially. It can be flexible. Flexible. Yeah. Flexibility. Nobody's signing anything in blood these days. Everyone's <laughs> <calm> down. <laughs> well, if we're going to use any fluids, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta okay, go. got to go. Bye.